0: All right, welcome to Old Town New World. We're here at Millstone Pizza in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I'm Jason Broadwater. I'm Chris Cervé. And we're here to talk about the ever-changing world of Small Town USA. We have with us today the one and only Stephen Turner. He's the director of economic nerve and urban development for the city of Rock Hill. He's from Rock Hill and if I may say so, and we'll get into this more, but in my opinion he's one of the driving forces and masterminds behind what radical change is coming to Rock Hill uh, as we speak and over the next few years. So Stephen, it's a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the beer.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. You're <laughs> quite welcome. Now, um, I'd like to start out by telling Chris, you look nice today, Chris. Thank you. It's, yeah, it's it's nice to hear that sometimes. It is. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it makes you feel good. So anyway, <laughs> back to Steven. So Steven, let's start with, you were, you were born and raised in Rock Hill, right? That's right. So where did you go to the high school?
1: I was uh, class of 74 at Northwestern High School, which was the second graduating class at Northwestern. Really? Wow. The first class that went to high school there for three years.
0: Wow. OK. Northwestern. So that would have been before they had those gangs. Remember the gangs at Northwestern? Oh, yeah, I
1: remember those gangs. The rebels and the outlaws. The rebels. Oh, did you really? Northwestern, yeah, yeah. Were you a rebel? No. You weren't a rebel? Okay. Oh, well, that's good. I wasn't one of the cool kids. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're a self described non cool kid? That's right. Okay. So you went uh, away to college, I, I presume. I did.
1: I went to Furman. Furman, okay. What did you do there? Um, well, as much as they would let you do at a Baptist school.
0: Oh, okay. All <laughs>
2: right. I mean, like, I'm not at liberty to discuss yeah, that. right. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: yeah. some things that they won't let you do at a Baptist school. <laughs>
0: right. What did you study, I should have asked.
1: Oh. I got a degree in urban studies. So, wow. economics, sociology, and, and uh, political science.
0: So, you knew already you were into this stuff.
1: Um... I knew that that was something that was interesting to me, um, and I couldn't find anything better. There you go. So, (laughs) by process of elimination.
0: Yeah. So this was in the
1: mid to late '70s. I graduated in '78. '78. Okay. So, the world was different. Yeah. Uh, It was um, one of the um, one of my term papers, my junior or senior year at Furman. Uh, had to do with the op- the construction and opening of Town Center Mall.
0: No way! No way. <laughs> We've talked about that a lot on this
1: show. It's my favorite subject. Yeah, right. We actually had Joe on here
0: and picked on him the whole time
2: about it too. Except for that, I'm a huge fan of the Town Center yeah, Mall. Yeah, he was a
0: fan of Town Center Mall. Because when me. I was a
2: kid, and it's like this insane thing that I remember from when I was little that is like so cool to me. You know? Yeah. That like a years later, I remember like asking my parents about it. And them them
0: telling me, and being like, I thought I made that up, you know, (laughs) from when I was little. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've said this before. I mean, I didn't know that it was a downtown covered with a roof. I literally just thought it was the weirdest mall ever. I didn't understand as a a kid
1: that. Well, you couldn't couldn't come into downtown Rock Hill. All you could see was the backs of buildings. Right, yeah. So you never never had the sense of it being a downtown. Yeah,
0: it was like a mall, yeah.
2: Uh, For the podcast um, and for when we post it, and also, for my personal information, are you aware of a stronghold of images of the Town Center Mall? Any photos of it? I've got them. Okay, well, I I've got would them. love to see them. I've got them. Yeah,
0: that's
2: yeah, it was great. That would so cool for us to put in the content for the, the episode. And I would love to see them. I've always wanted to see pictures of you it. Know, I have these like loose memories of it when I was little. So when did the roof go off?
1: I think the mall opened around 78, 77, 78 okay. in that time frame. So. When you were writing this paper, did you have some type of
0: in on knowing what was going on that most young people would not have known or was it all over the newspaper or
1: like- uh, I knew Joe Lanford. Oh, okay. Um, huh. I had babysit, babysat for Joe's kids okay. when I was in high school, and so- You were able to interview him about it and all that talking stuff. Talking about that's right. Wow. So, was there the same
0: excitement then around that that there is now around what we're doing? I mean, there an akinness if that's a word
1: um there was a different there was an excitement i mean there was new things happening things were changing uh people were very hopeful and optimistic about the change but it was clearly change that was being led from the top down i mean the city was had convinced all the property owners to go along with the plan for the mall so it was very uh top-down leadership and you know um you didn't see a lot of new private investment happening along with what the city was doing right and i think that's a real fundamental difference between then and now i mean much of what's happening now is not being driven by the city it's being driven by by private folks who are investing
0: and that i mean ultimately that's kind of the goal right i
1: mean that is absolutely the goal
0: yeah so and well, you know, I always remember Town Center Mall as being so dark because, as I understand it, they the idea was that it would be lit by the storefronts being on, and that would provide the lighting into the mall. But most of the stores were closed, and so the place was so dark. Yeah, and it's the only place I've ever uh, seen a wrestling match. Oh yeah, and we I was at we were both at that wrestling match. We threw the guy <laughs> into the wall.
2: Yeah.
1: What I remember most about Town Center Mall is the the smell. Of the, the these are old hundred year old buildings that had um, grates that ventilated the basements. Oh wow! And so, came into the mall. and so when they when the grates just ventilated out into the open air into the streets, you never knew it. But when the grates are ventilating out into an enclosed mall space, you get the funky smell of wow. a of a basement. Yeah. And so that's what I remember as you walked into the town center small town center mall. And you smelled the funky space of a, the funky smell of a hundred-year-old basement. Yeah, I right. This one too. It smelled old and kind of musty. I remember that. And you too. liked that, too. And I like it. I don't it. think
2: you're the normal consumer. I am not. I, gotta, I am not. It's, yeah, <laughs> but that's the that. thing. And it's it's now I, I admit that it's like the idea that we lost build. Did we, well, did we lose buildings to it? Because Joe says that we saved buildings because of it. Wow.
1: To, to uh, a touch of sugar. In the seven or eight years before Town Center Mall was built, about half of downtown Rock Hill was demolished by urban renewal before the mall. Okay. And so, yes, the the, the the mall saved the buildings from the people who would have torn them down who were the people who built the mall.
2: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I see a circle gotcha. was a snake eating its tail. Gotcha, right, gotcha. Okay, but the thing is, is it was such a gamble. That's what I I know. I mean, you know, for right or wrong, it was such a gamble.
1: It was bold. Yeah, it was a bold step that showed a lot of commitment to keeping this downtown strong, viable, um, uh, relevant. Yeah, but it was, you know, ultimately a really bad decision.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying it was was bold. (laughs) And it's that same boldness. Stephen, that I see in the work you've been doing over the past 15 years and, and probably longer uh, in Rock Hill with some of the stuff we're doing now. But let me pause on that question and say, you graduated from Furman, and then what did you do?
1: Uh, I went to grad school in, at the uh, University of North Carolina and got a master's degree in economics.
0: So do you consider yourself
1: a Tar Heel? I'm a Tar Heel.
0: I hear you, man. That's, I didn't know that. I'm a Tar Heel fan too. That's great. Um, in economics
1: that's right
0: so you had an undergraduate in urban something urban studies urban studies and a master's in economics so you're pretty much well healed to get well, into e- well, healed. well 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 healed, well well to get into economic <laughs> development well
1: um, yeah and my um, my economics master's degree was a specialization in public finance so I could tell a story that there was a well-planned uh, program to get me where I am today but
0: it's not true it's not true <laughs>
1: well it, it must
0: be serendipitous <laughs> then because you seem to have the perfect resume well, for what you're
1: doing things work out sometimes
0: yeah. yeah they do so how when did you become the director of economic
1: development for City of Rockville um, when I got out of grad school in 83 um, uh, I was looking for a job uh, I did not want to come back to Rock Hill. Rock Hill was, uh, 83 was a recession. Probably one, and the textile mills in Rock Hill were shutting down in 81, 82, 83. So Rock Hill was severely depressed at that time. 15, 16% unemployment rate. Uh, Cherry Road was the big retail corridor. Half Half the retail spaces on Cherry Road were boarded up. I mean, it was just not a community that you wanted to come to at that point in time. And I was not planning to come back to Rock Hill. I wanted to find a job. I, I really, I, I hate cold weather. Yeah. And I wanted to go to Florida. Yeah. Find me a job and help me find a job in Florida. So I called Joe Lanford and I said, Joe, I'm interested, I, I need a job. Do you know anybody, any city managers in, in Florida or anybody in Florida that I could call about finding a job down there? And he said, let me think about it, I'll call you back. He called me back a day or two later and said, would you be interested in an internship with City of Rock Hill, um, and being someone who was, you know, 23, 24, 25 years old, living at home with his parents, right. um, and being offered something that would give me the opportunity to uh, not be living with my parents yeah, anymore? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you were in. I, I was in, so I yeah. took that and worked for six months as an intern. Uh, in January of 1984, I became the first economic development employee for the city of Rock Hill.
0: Really? I did not know that.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you've been
0: since the inception of the program. Yes. You were the first employee. Wow.
1: And, cool. and the only employee for a while. Yeah. Um, and I was in the planning department at that time. Um, I worked in the as a member of the planning department for... I don't know, for six or eight months before Joe, who's the city manager, before he told the director of the planning department that I was part of his department.
0: (laughs) Right, That's hilarious. (laughs) Um,
1: So I worked in the planning department for three or four years. In 87 or 88, they created an economic development department. And so I became the first director of the economic development department at that point.
0: That's awesome. That's 88. At least, so it's been a while
1: now. Well, I left for five years. I, so I worked for the city as director of economic development from 87, 88 until about end of 1995. End of 1995, um, this Main Street was reopened.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Waterford Business Park was opening. The, the projects that we had been working on were coming to a conclusion. Yeah. And I was asking what's next what what will we do next that will be as fun as educational as as meaningful as taking the roof off the mall building a business park what else is out there the city was in financial difficulties at that time the cataba nuclear plant the, the city's membership in pmpa was a real financial drag on the city Politically, the climate was not very good. The council at that point was very conservative and really reacting to how aggressive the city had been in in tearing out the mall and building business parks and being very aggressive in economic development. And the truth was the city wasn't going to be able to do very much. Yeah. I mean, I just couldn't, could not look out and see anything but being in a holding pattern for some period of years. So I left went out and did uh, private consulting, uh, working around economic development, development, helping other communities plan their downtowns, develop strategic marketing plans for their downtowns. Primarily, that's what we were doing.
0: Were you with a group?
1: Yeah, I was actually with with a group for a couple of years, then I went out on my own after that, and was on my own for a couple of years. Um, And in 1990, Uh, Russell Allen, who became city manager in 92 or 93, um, called me and said, would you have any interest in coming back and being economic development director? And, you know, you're in a business and you started as a business. I had gone through that startup phase of, of figuring out how to run a business and setting up all my accounts and incorporating and figuring out how to and had to do, at the kitchen had, table, you can pay your bills. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and how to do payables and receivables. I mean, I had, yeah. I had gotten over the hump, yeah. sort of, of knowing how to do all that, and I was doing pretty well. But one of the things, I mean, I mean, it's great to go out to other communities and help other communities. Their challenges are different. Their opportunities are different. The, the leadership styles are different. I mean, you, you see a lot of, it's just really different from being in one community. Yeah. You see lots of variety, and I really love that variety. But I miss, you know, I would develop a plan and have a really cool plan and really great ideas for that community Then I wasn't around to help implement them. Um, and a lot of times they
0: don't get and, fully implemented. Yeah, and yet. sometimes
1: they don't get implemented or yeah. whatever, and, and that, you know, I like, that's part of it that I really miss is being able to implement those ideas. I love to plan, I love to think of new things. I love to, to find the opportunities. Uh, but I want to implement those opportunities so as well. You
0: walk up and touch it eventually. Yeah. Yep. And I say
1: I it. did that. Yeah. Um, and so really that's the reason I came back. The political climate had changed. The city was in a better position, but more than anything, it was because I wanted to be on the ground helping to make things happen.
0: Well when I left Rock Hill, I um, you know, had the same kind of opinion of Rock Hill as you did. It was a, a decade later, but it was the same thing. I mean it was I thought it was lame, I thought it was nowhere, and had to get out and all that. And um, when I came back and I bought the building down next door, down here in downtown Rock Hill, I only did it because it was the cheapest building I could find in York County. And I had no idea that, and I thought it was cool, I thought the architecture was cool, but I but I, didn't, I didn't know I was getting in on the ground floor of anything, I just, I just showed up. And I thought, well I'll just be down here by myself, and that's okay, you know? And when I moved in, I I passed Doug, the mayor of Rock Hill, Doug Eccles, walking down the street. And he comes up to me and he goes, hey, I'm Doug Eccles. Uh I'm the mayor of Rock Hill. And I'm like, really? Wow, hey. (laughs) And I didn't know who he was. And he said, "Um, you you just moved in over here. I'm like, yeah. And he said, we um, are glad you're here. And we'd love to hear any ideas that you have. Around uh, you know anything we can do? Boy, I know mean, he didn't did, know what he was I saying. Know he, didn't, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know he was saying. actually Yeah, it's funny actually. In it's, it's true me style, I said, "Oh, I've got one right now," and I spit an idea right back at him, and he he just froze. He didn't know what to say, so he was like, uh, "Well, uh, follow up with me on that." <laughs> so, but anyway, it was shortly after that that somehow you invited me and. Um, Several other young folks, actually Peoples and some other people, to a retreat of the EDC of the Rocky Economic Development Corporation, where you put up us up on a panel, and here we are in front of city leadership and all the most influential kind of city leaders in the in, in, the, in the city, <laughs> but um, and here we're all you know young people on this panel, and some of us, some of the people I was on the panel with, were spouting out ideas like, oh, we should open a jazz club, and so these things were so seems so small and naïve to the audience. Um, but but shortly after that, you contacted me, and you invited me back um, to participate in some other things. It was very shortly after that that I was invited to be on the Rocky Economic Development Corporation. So you somehow saw in me and other people that we should get them more involved in uh, what's going on. So my, my question is, you know, what were you trying to change and, and why, how did you kind of tap into, we need to get these people that are, are left out of the process that are the future of the economy. I mean, did you know what you were doing when you were doing that or were you just trying to make something
1: move? Rock Hill clearly needed some new energy. Um, from the time that, that this Main Street reopened in 90, 1996, until I came back in 2000. Uh, downtown had remained pretty much dead. I don't what, what year did you come back down here? Uh, 2005, I bought that building. 2005. Okay, um, and so, you know, we had a big challenge. I mean, again, you have to put this in context. There's, Town Center Mall was there from 77, say, until 95. So, 18 years. So, there's a whole generation of people who grew up in Rock Hill, who moved to Rock Hill, who had no connection to a downtown.
0: So, check this out, Stephen, on those dates, and I'll let you continue. But I was born in 76. I graduated in 94 and left Rock Hill. It was Town Center Mall my yeah, whole life.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so, and so the, the things that people do in a downtown, the downtown as a gathering place for the community, as a living room for the community, um, didn't exist in Rock Hill. And we literally had people, when, when we started programming the downtown, the, all the festivals and events that we do were done deliberately to create reasons for people to come downtown who had no reason to come downtown. There was nothing here for them. There were no restaurants, there was no retail. There was no reason for people to come downtown. So festivals and events were a a way of reintroducing our community to its downtown. Um, And so, you know, we had a really big challenge of of creating interest in the downtown. again. It's a chicken and the egg. How do you get people down here when there's nothing for them to come for? Um, How do you get the retail and restaurants down here when there are no people down here? Um, And so we were really trying anything um, to to try and create some energy to try to create a spark. You buying a building down here, you were young at that time.
0: Um, I noticed that what
1: you're saying basically is you were so desperate that you asked me to participate. <laughs> well, you were you were a young person who had made a decision to in, to purchase a building in downtown Rock Hill and open a building in downtown Rock Hill. At that time, there were not many people like you who had made that kind of decision. So we needed more people like you. We needed to figure out why you had done that and how do we find more people like you. Um, so, I mean, that's the answer.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: good, fair enough. Yeah, I would just say, I definitely remember, like I said, I, when I was a kid, you know, it was Town Center
2: Mall. And I guess my parents were taking me there because of the novelty or something. Because eventually that stopped. And I did not see downtown from, like, after, like, my, like, from adolescence. Like, I didn't know anything was here. I, for, I forgot there was anything here. And then I, the first time I came back down was when I started playing music and was looking for places to play. Oh, well, for what it's worth. For what it's worth. Yeah. This was right before the transition to McHale's. Like, I was playing music for that when it stopping for what it's worth became McHale's. But the first time we came down here to play it for what it's worth, I remember being like, what is, where did this come from? Like, yeah. who made a downtown? Like, I didn't know that Rock Hill had one yeah. because I was a kid, it was a
0: mall. I, I and was so, way. yeah, I didn't when know. When I moved back, man, and, 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 I, and I was looking for properties that were for sale, and I came down here and I thought, Oh, my God. Where
2: did this come from? It really was like it fell out of the sky. If yeah. Because I don't remember the old downtown. Well, I never saw it. Y'all had
0: already done, by 2005, y'all had already done some beautification work on the streets. And stuff. I mean, Main Street was
1: pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's empty. Yeah. I mean, we you know, you had new curb and gutter and sidewalks yeah. and, Oops. Oops. and lighting and, I mean, and the buildings were all empty. Yeah, right. But still, they're pretty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying that the first time I came here. I was like, "This is beautiful," and it was like a Twilight Zone episode. There was yeah, nobody there. Right.
1: Well, it's interesting that you know Town Center Mall was there for 18 years, and for a generation essentially, and it's taken essentially another generation. We are we Town Center Mall has been gone longer than Town Center Mall existed and we are just now getting back to the point where downtown is alive and people want to be here and invest here. Well, it's taken a whole other generation to, to get to that point. So that's true in the
0: local sense, uh, but it coincides with, of course, a national story that's happened. I mean, in that same time, every small town hollowed out. You know, you had all the way from kind of the, the mass production of the car and the white flight of the 50s all the way through uh, the the kind of south being hauled out from textiles and the uh, global economy, birth of the global economy in that sense, all the way into kind of the new the new economy based on the internet and the hipster, you know what I mean, and the craft beer or whatever. So so the the whole country's gone through that, while we've had our local version of it. You know? But I mean now we're trying in Knowledge Park, Knowledge Park being. Um, an area that goes all the way from Winthrop University through the textile corridor into the downtown, into the, the south tip of downtown. Um, we're looking at tech, new economy jobs, and all this. A question that would be kind of the critic's question is: Isn't every community looking for tech? I mean, how? What is Rock Hill trying to achieve?
1: Um, Rock Hill's trying to become relevant in the 21st century um, yeah every other community is trying to do this I mean and but you look at where where technology businesses and talent are congregating they're congregating generally in larger cities that have all the amenities the urban amenities the lifestyle that that that, that Technology businesses and the people who fa- who work in technology businesses favor. Yeah. Um, Rock Hill's got to create those amenities. Rock Hill's got to be a got to become a place um, that that young talented people want to live. And if it's a place that young talented people want to live, then the businesses will follow them. Right.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: Um, and so we're looking across here at the apartment building 139 37 units is units. another 90 units coming later in the year that's
0: down at the bottom of Main Street yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know Rock Hill um, without Knowledge Park without this focus on technology businesses and jobs would become a a distribution suburb the Charlotte market.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Low wage jobs, low end housing. Um, uh, I don't want that, no. um, it's where I live and it's my hometown and I want Rock Hill to be better than that. Yeah. And, and the high income jobs of the present and the future are in technology fields. Yeah. And Rock Hill, if it's going to be relevant, has got to be able to compete for those jobs and for the talent that will s- will serve those businesses. Yeah. And so it's 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 an economic development challenge, but in a larger sense, it's a community redevelopment challenge. How do we re reconceive what Rock Hill is, what it can provide to people and businesses, in terms of lifestyle, in terms of the amenities that those people are looking for, so that we can be successful, so that we can compete effectively.
2: Really, you're talking about a chicken or the egg kind of thing. Isn't that kind of the repeating pattern of city planning, the chicken or the egg kind of thing? Yeah. You want growth, how do you get growth? You know, It's sort of like, what do you invest in and hope that that is the, hope you're investing in the, whatever the answer is to chicken or egg, whatever yeah, the, is did. it chicken, is it egg? Whatever the first one is, you hope you're investing in the right one, right? I mean,
0: that's sort of the whole deal. I, I would like to say at this point that my daughter is convinced that she knows the answer to the chicken, oh, egg really? and I can't remember whether it's the egg or the chicken, but she's dead set convinced that she has figured that out. Well, so maybe we should get her involved. Her advice. <laughs> yeah, right. So if you and need I, her, I, And I think
1: we had to go find the chicken.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Is, what is the chicken? The already operating reality.
1: Well, we had to go find the chicken. I mean, we didn't have either the chicken or the egg. Right, yeah. Um, so it's your book, Go Find the Chicken. <laughs> go find the Chicken by Stephen Turner, available um, at... I uh, mean, uh, Rock Hill um, did not have... I mean, I've got two kids, both in their 20s. My kids don't want to live in Rock Hill. They, you know, they graduated from college. They want, one of them's in Charleston, one of them's in Portland. Right. Oh, that's cool. Um... um I and many other people have kids. You've got kids. Your kids aren't that age yet, but you know, my kid who's gone to Portland uh, will probably never come back here because the kind of jobs that that he is interested in are not in this area. They're on the west coast.
0: Now, um, now. Hold on, because we did identify there are some of them. I mean, we we have well, some. And it's not well,
1: a lot. He's working for Intel, so he's oh. he's really deep into, you know, uh, machine language, graphic drivers, wow. and all that kind of stuff. And that kind of you're stuff that, doesn't yeah. exist here. Yeah. Well, that's yeah.
2: the thing. I mean, if you're gonna like things are looking up in Rock Hill so much. I, if if you're gonna like pit us up against a city, don't make it Portland. Yeah, don't make it Portland. <laughs> that's yeah. tough stuff. Let's, let's lower the bar a little bit.
1: <laughs> Well, <laughs> at, at some level, um, he doesn't know whether he's in Portland or Timbuktu because he's sitting in front of a computer screen. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but there's a, you know, there's something, there's several things that are compelling about Rock Hill. One is the progressiveness of what is happening in this in this little microcosm that is the downtown. Another is the concept of ground floor. Like I grew up and I was big into the punk scene, and what I loved about the punk scene was we never tried to make it, our bands, we were bands. band. We, we, we never dreamed of going to Nashville or California, ever. We were going to, we were creating our own thing. Our dreams were that we were going to make such a compelling, cool punk scene in Rock Hill that people all over the country would know about the Rock Hill punk scene. That was our dream. We, and it was more of a Carolinas punk scene at that point, but we didn't think about Rock Hill actually as, as our place. But. But we never thought we were gonna go enter an already successful machine and and hopefully, and rise up and be a superstar in that machine. We were all about creating something amazing. And there are a lot of people that think that way. And Rock Hill has that ground floor energy about it.
1: Well, and, you know, you see more and more evidence of that kind of organic, young, vibrant energy in rock hill and yeah. i think that's one of the indications of success that it's um that you're seeing non-traditional people
0: yeah uh, a little Bohemian uh is well, yeah.
1: yeah happening here and we need a lot more of that yeah it's probably gonna make them people uncomfortable it and, will. and i mean and it's i say t- hell yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a traditionally
1: conservative
0: uh city yeah and so you know a lot of the people that are funding it, this is what i think is uh, interesting. A lot of people that are funding the economic development initiatives that, that are about bringing a bohemian ed, bohemian edge are the people, at least the kind of, you know, the the, the line of, of folks, so to speak, I mean not stereotype, but that aren't a part of that bohemian edge and somehow could potentially have conflict with that bohemian edge. And so there's an interesting tension there. You know, here's a story I always tell when I travel and speak. The, the Rockyo Economic Development Corporation leases the, uh, the courtroom building, what's that building called? Getty Center. The Getty Center to the Arts Council for a dollar a year, so that as long as the Arts Council can prove that they're having positive economic development impact on the city. The Arts Council lets Mike Gentry, one of our favorite punk rockers in town, use the space for free to have punk shows and serve beer out of the bench. I know. don't tell anybody yeah. it. don't so, tell anybody so here's the beautiful thing that, that almost no one on the RHEDC knows is that the 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 Rock Hill Economic Development Corporation is subsidizing the punk scene in Rock Hill <laughs> which I think is the greatest thing ever yeah that's wonderful <laughs> yeah that's, that's great
2: fantastic.
0: that's what I'm saying it's, it's a game. Just that. I know sorry <laughs> sorry we Mike <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out well both of our listeners might run over to the EDC I don't yeah. think either of our listeners are on the EDC so we're good <laughs> but that's a gamble, like, that's a, that's a, okay, so, we, like I said,
2: you know, my affinity for the bizarreness of the town center mall aside, that was a gamble and maybe not in the right place, because it was sort of like a, let's be a part, there's things happening, let's just do it, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Whereas the idea of, like, investing in the punk scene or whatever, it's also a gamble, or having, like, bohemian people around, that's always a gamble to do yeah. that, because it's not a tried and true thing that you know works in this community. It's a gamble, but, like, that's a, the, the, the key thing to when you gamble in that way, There's a difference between gambling of like, well, I know this is different, but it makes sense because it's a thing somewhere versus like taking a chance on something that has honesty and sincerity behind it, you
0: know? I think that's the key to a good gamble. Well, that's why things that come up from the bottom are safer because it happens slowly and organically. Things that go from the top, and we need both. We need top and bottom. Things that come from the top are people that sit around a table that make a decision and cut... Big checks, yes. yeah, yeah, and exactly. make a big gamble, and it takes a lot. So, so you have to have both sides pushing. Exactly, push. the gamble
2: yes. needs to come from the top. The driver needs to be come at the bottom. the bottom. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is exactly.
0: yeah. that yeah. making sense to
1: you? It does, and I think the, the the best indication that that we've created some of that organic um, energy in Rock Hill is Food Truck Friday. Oh,
0: it's a huge success. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, when they did that f- first food truck Friday, and and whatever, three or four thousand people showed oh, up, yeah, yeah. and they had, we had six trucks out there. Yeah. <laughs> people were standing in line for an yeah. hour and a half.
0: Then they came to fill up the restaurants, wow. and
1: restaurants ran out of food. Yeah, yeah the whole thing was crazy. Uh, but, yeah. you know, that big? That's yeah, crazy. Right. But you know, and Rock Hill was ready for that. Yeah, we had people who were looking for. For those kind of opportunities to come out and try different things, and to, to and again, that's not the. Um, those are young people. I mean, that wasn't people who were in their sixties and seventies coming out right. to to try food at the food truck. They were, you know, they were, they were heading for the SNS cafeteria in Charlotte that yeah. night. <laughs> they do have a mean uh, pudding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tilapia. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, you know, I mean, it, that was stunning. Yeah. That, 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 that that kind of success with um, Food Truck Fridays occurred. We were not prepared for that, but it was an indication that this community is ready for a different kind of lifestyle, a different kind of, of community that provides different kind of amenities. Yeah, good.
0: So we're on our way, I would say.
1: I hope so. Well, is there anything that you would
0: like to end on in terms of uh sharing with either of our listeners on uh what what's coming what anything
1: um i think that the next three to five years are just going to be an acceleration of what we've seen over the last couple of years we're going to see more and more it's going to be happening a whole lot more quickly um hopefully that means that more businesses like rev and flow are going to be opening in rock hill uh, more young people, more talent. Um, I'm excited about it.
0: That's good. Well, it's good to have excitement from the top because last thing we need is stagnation with the with the people that can move move the, the mountains that the
1: the the people from the bottom can't move. You know. Well, I mean, the, the most exciting thing that's happened in Rock Hill is that our it's not anything that I've done, not anything the city's done. Yeah. It's what private businesses in this community have done to to invest they believe in this now they see what's happening and this is happening in part in, in a significant part because the Comporium's the the Tuttle Company the Gary Williams um, uh, Derek Close other folks who you who who are investing in a vision for downtown Rockville. Amen. and they believe in this and so that's the you know if if, if we didn't have people who are willing to invest and to create change none of this would be happening
0: well said well said well micah silent behind the mic micah i appreciate all your comments today you've been uh been a wealth of information and uh been very inspiring so thank you for that micah and uh Chris, as always. Pleasure. No problem. <laughs> <And> Steven, <laughs> My pleasure. Good. <laughs> Stephen, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I hope that you'll join us again in the future. We'll maybe announce some big happening of some kind. Who knows what we'll be announcing. So so thanks for coming ha- on
1: board. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, can I get another beer? Yes, you can. <laughs> we'll
0: flag down the, uh, our, our friendly Taylor uh, as soon as we can. So I guess for now I'll say we'll see you next week on Old Town New World.